Hello and welcome to World Travel Essential, produced by Allmont Global. I'm Richard Barnes. This week, British Airways land a £2 billion support package. IATA slams the Canadian government for its new entry requirements. Los Cabos in Mexico is projecting a big upswing in tourism. And in this week's special feature, global luxury travel guru Mary Gostolo gives an exclusive insight into her forecast for travel trends this year. But first, the essentials. British Airways has received commitments for a five-year term loan export development guarantee facility of £2 billion sterling. British Airways expects to draw down the facility, underwritten by a syndicate of banks and partially guaranteed by UK Export Finance, in January 2021, subject to agreement of final terms with the lenders and UKEF. The airline will be entitled to repay the loan at any time on notice. The arrangement contains some non-financial covenants, including restrictions on dividend payments by the airline to IAG. The proceeds from the UK EF facility will be used to enhance liquidity and provide British Airways with the operational and strategic flexibility to take advantage of a partial recovery in demand for air travel in 2021 as COVID-19 vaccines are distributed worldwide. IATA has issued a statement expressing deep frustration with Canada's new COVID-19 testing requirement for all arriving air travellers due to come into effect as of the 7th of January. Describing the decision as the worst of both worlds, IATA in a statement says the government is mandating that passengers provide proof of a negative COVID-19 PCR test taken within 72 hours before planned departure to Canada while at the same time declining to lift existing travel restrictions and quarantine requirements. IATA says it's both callous and impractical to impose this new requirement on travellers at such short notice. Canada already has one of the world's most draconian COVID-19 border control regimes, including travel bans and quarantines. Los Cabos brought 2020 to a close with nearly 80% recovery of all travel activity. In March 2020, the destination closed for over two months to focus on the creation and implementation of health and safety measures that would allow a safe reopening for international travel. Since its reopening on the 15th of June, Los Cabos has seen a strong recovery in international arrivals, and they projected closing the year with 1.4 million international visitors. In November, Los Cabos welcomed 103,000 international visitors, which was 64.3% of the visitation of the previous year, representing 50% in hotel capacity. The momentum is projected to continue throughout 2021 with an estimated 40.6% growth in seats during the first half of the year. Flights between India and the UK are resuming this week. The country had placed an embargo on flight operations between the two countries from the 23rd of December in the wake of a new mutant strain of coronavirus in the UK, which is believed to be more contagious. India's Civil Aviation Minister Hardeep Singh Puri has announced that flights from India to the UK can start on the 6th of January, while operations from the UK to India will begin on the 8th of January. All passengers will have to submit a self-declaration form on an online portal at least 72 hours before the scheduled travel. 
Travel for Israelis to the UAE is getting easier after the thawing of relations between Israel and the Arab state in the latter part of 2020. The UAE Ministry of Foreign Affairs and International Cooperation has announced the activation of tourist entry visas for Israeli passport holders through airlines and travel and tourism offices until procedures for the constitutional ratification of the mutual visa waiver agreement between the two states are completed. The move falls within bilateral cooperation between the UAE and the State of Israel following the signing of the Abraham Accords and aims to facilitate travel to the UAE for the time being. And while the opening of Dubai's World Expo is still quite a long way off, having been pushed back a year to October 2021 due to the COVID crisis, transport infrastructure is nevertheless opening up to the public. The Emirates Roads and Transport Authority have announced that Route 2020, the extension of the Dubai Metro line from Jebel Ali Station to Expo 2020 Station, was set to start commercial operations last week on the 1st of January. Mata Mohammed Altaya, the Director General and Chairman of the Board of Executive Directors of the RTA, says the initial operational phase will cover four stations, namely Jebel Ali, the Interchange, the Gardens, Discovery Gardens and Al-Furjan, and the other remaining stations will be opened later. Trains will run every 10 minutes. With Dubai remaining open to foreign visitors who come with PCR tests, this year's opening of the Museum of the Future and the onset of Israeli tourists to the Emirates since the thawing of relations, it will set the stage for a big tourism year for the destination. It may not come as a surprise, but data from hotel research firm STR has showed that from April to November, China's hotel performance was recovering much better than the rest of the world. The weekly occupancy rate of the hotels in China was 61.7% as of the end of November, followed by the Middle East on 51%, the United States on 35.7%, and Central and South America on 32.3%. For most of the Asia-Pacific region, the story of recovery depends on how much domestic demand a given country is capable of driving. Tourist-dependent countries such as Cambodia or Laos have struggled to get occupancy off the ground. In travel technology news, Hello GBuy and Sabre Corporation have announced a new agreement to accelerate intelligent automation for corporate travel management companies globally. With Hallo GBuy's AI Assist technology, Sabre say they're enabling corporate agents to service email and text-based travel requests far more efficiently without the need for corporate travelers to complete online booking forms. With the new technology integrated into Sabre's supplier content APIs, TMCs will be able to respond to email requests from travelers with curated and ranked itinerary recommendations in a fraction of the time it typically took them. Wynn Global Travel Network has announced a partnership with Hotel Planner, giving Wynn Partners live availability, a wide variety of property types and book now functionality. Hotel Planner was launched to Wynn Partners in 75 countries on the 2nd of January 2021, with no sign-up fee, at the same time as the Global Accommodation Programme 2021 by Wynn was introduced. In hospitality news, Sonesta International Hotels have acquired RLH Corporation. After the closing of the transaction, Sonesta will become one of the largest hotel companies in the US, with approximately 1,200 hotels in diversified brands across multiple market segments. Sonesta also announced that upon closing of this transaction, 35-year-old hotel industry veteran Keith Pierce will be joining the company as Executive Vice President and President of Franchise and Development. 
Hilton has signed an agreement with Trulis Royal Collection to open the Royal Senses Resort Crete Curio Collection by Hilton in 2021. The 179-room hotel boasts spectacular sea views and a dedicated beach and marina while celebrating the timelessness of Cretan hospitality in a contemporary way. It will be located in the picturesque Rathimnon region on the northern part of the island. It will feature a spa, indoor and outdoor pool, water park, tennis courts, as well as a private beach and marina. The iconic Waldhaus Flims Wellness Resort in Switzerland has announced a partnership with Marriott International. The agreement will mean the inclusion of the Grand Hotel and Villa Silvana into Autograph Collection's diverse and dynamic portfolio of hotels, marking the portfolio's first hotel in the Swiss Alps. Ownership and management remain unchanged. Well, time now for our special feature. And after a disastrous year for the tourism industry, all eyes are looking with hope towards the future. But just what is in store? The one and only luxury travel guru, Mary Gostelow, gives us her exclusive insight. Well, there are trends happening all around the world. I'm, I've been excited in the last few hours by a golf resort two hours drive from Sydney that I never knew about before. I am learning about things that are going on. I am learning, obviously, about what many people are mentioning. People are at luxury level they're probably going to take fewer trips, but they're going to stay longer when they get to a place. And instead of hopping around doing kangaroos, landing here and landing somewhere else uh, in two days' time, they're tending to stay in one place and take radial trips. Staying in A and traveling out rather than staying in A and moving on to B and moving on to C. I've got this from friends of mine who are advisors who have always in the past uh, taken people to as many different destinations as those people, their clients, can fit into the available time. We've obviously got bigger groups traveling I heard, I heard uh, yesterday of somebody who has uh, delayed a birthday party on a couple of occasions and is now going to be flying 50 friends to another country for a really elaborate celebration when eventually that is going to be possible. So we've got a market that is all over the place at the moment. We've got some people who are so terrified that they are going to stick with their hibernatory state and possibly delay traveling. And we've got others who can't wait to go traveling. And at luxury level, they are now assuming that the places they stay are going to be so safe and so hygienic that they don't want to be reminded of it. They definitely don't want signs on the floor and uh, reminders the whole time. They do want access to lots of pump pot sanitizers. Hoteliers, you can't have too many pots of sanitizers. 
And they're looking for something new. Richard, do you know, we've got so many exciting new properties coming up. We have Vijay Malia's mansion on Goa, for instance, is being turned into a wellness center, a luxury wellness resort by uh, Bollywood stars. It is now owned by a 36-year-old uh, Bollywood star, and he has employed the wife of Shah Rukh Khan, SRK, as his interior designer. Now, we know that those Bollywood stars like the best. They have fallen in love with properties that offer something different and offer exclusivity. And this mansion, King's Mansion, is going to have the most amazing programs. People can go there for a three-day detox, a seven-day recovery. It will be a superb opportunity. And now we've got Bollywood actually getting into the hotel business, the hotel ownership business. Are we going to see King's Mansion led by Sachin Jossi from Pune? Are we going to see this? going into a brand. We have many more exciting things to look forward to in uh, offerings. For instance, finally, the long-awaited Four Seasons Napa Valley in Calistoga is revealing a few more details. Now, this is arguably going to be the first hotel that I've came across, that I've come across certainly that uh, can offer a winemaker who is um, arguably as famous as the hotel brand. I'm not sure whether Four Seasons would like me to say that, but you know they're working with Thomas Rivers Brown and this is an economist and uh, literature major from the University of Virginia, knew nothing about uh, wines, arrived in Napa Valley in 1996, taught himself winemaking. He has achieved two sets of 100 out of 100 for his winemaking from the one and only Robert Parker, and he now has 45 clients, including Four Seasons Napa Valley, and his clients pay him up to $700,000 a year for advice on how to make and produce the best wines in the world. I think this is evidence, uh, Richard, that the world of luxury travel seen through hotels and resorts around the world is more lively than ever, frankly. And we're going to see even more excitements coming up to titillate 
the palettes and the ideas of travelers who want something more and they want to give back more and more. They want to be able to go into vineyards. We're going to see them wanting to help in vineyards as they can, for instance, already if they are planning to go to the Franschuk area outside uh, Cape Town, and there they'll be able, there you can work in the brilliant vineyards there at uh, Babylon Storen. So we're seeing giving back. We are seeing, obviously, the environmental side getting more and more important. I simply do not want to hear the word plastic again. Isn't it amazing that some people, even at luxury level, are still saying, we're eliminating plastics. Who cares? You know, we're beyond all this. We're looking forward to the positive. And I think it's incredibly exciting a time. I personally believe that with a vaccines coupled with a renewed confidence in travel and a big boost in private jet usage because of the increased availability, the doubling of membership of private jet cards and the safety, security, and the luxury that comes with private jet travel at an increasingly affordable rate, we're in for a renewed golden age of travel, Richard. Thanks very much, Mary. Well, that wraps up this week's World Travel Essential. And a reminder that if you'd like to hear more from Mary, don't forget to listen to Mary's Girl Ahead podcast weekly on all major podcast platforms. This is Richard Barnes saying thanks for joining me. Look forward to catching up same time next week.